this week on the Roommates Podcast. Their life, their popularity is through that timeline. It's through the likes. It's through the comments. It's through how many people are watching your Snapchat. Gosh, man. That's that's their life. Like, like obviously, that's the thing. Like, anybody could be popular. You ain't got to be the, the head cheerleader. You ain't got to be the freaking uh, the number one, you know, the quarterback. You be the funny guy on Twitter and have all that, all that popularity. Yeah, all that you could be the son of whoever and have all that popularity. Yeah, um, they experience affirmation, fame, attention. You know, in the eighth grade. Yo, what's good, world? Your boy Afiz. Chris started show, baby. Yes, 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 and we are back. And welcome to the roommates, a worldwide community of individuals united on the values of becoming holistic health, kindness, togetherness, and a thirst for knowledge. Also known as the best hour of your week, where you are entertained like a stand up, educated like a TED talk, and enlightened like a sermon. And this week, the podcast is brought to you by Wix. Guys, man. I don't know how many times I can tell it to you on multiple different occasions. If you have not created a website in 2019, you are slacking. You are missing out big time. The number one thing people tell me is they go on Google.com. They type in the roommates. The first thing that pops up is our website. That's how they're able to access us. So if you do not have a website in 2019, yes, you have Instagram, but I'm telling you, you want that website to be your home base. So Wix got a super dope deal for our audience. They have 10% off Wix Premium. So, guys, go ahead and go to Wix.com slash roommates. One more time, you get 10% off Wix Premium for our audience. Very special deal. Thank you so much, Wix. Wix.com slash roommates. Go ahead and create your super dope website with Wix. You guys are going to love it, love it, love it. It's so simple. Even a caveman can do it. Mm. And I'm telling you guys, create the website Send it to me. I want to check it out. I feel like a lot of people are sleeping on these websites, man. You got to have a website in 2019 if you have your own business or you're a creator. Yeah, I just don't. I don't know why you wouldn't, wouldn't have one. What are we doing right now? Yeah. Do you want money or do you not want money? You want to invest in your business? Do you want to grow? Do you want to win or do you want to lose? You want to be rich or you want to be poor? <laughs> <laughs> and so, guys, make sure you check it out. Wix.com slash roommates. Wix.com slash roommates, or you go to Wix.com, create your premium website, and use the offer code roommates at checkout. Boom, boom. Also, also, don't forget to join our amazing Patreon community. Yes, join it, join it, join it. Mm, that is a platform that Hafiz and I can connect with our listeners more in depth. They can ask us questions. We also have a private Instagram uh, Patreon page where we get on live and we act a fool, and they can definitely, definitely... Get more of us, more of our personality as well. Also, um, if other ways to support, we have a cash app as well. The room, uh, the dollar sign, roommates podcast. That's where you can find our cash app. Uh, what else, Hafiz? I feel like I missed something. No, I want to. I want to um, emphasize what you talked about with the private Instagram page, Ooh. guys. If you are a part of Patreon community, so if any of you guys are a part of the Patreon community cur- currently, and you have not signed up or followed us on the private roommates Instagram page. Hit us up on Patreon. Hit us up in the DM. We will give you the access to information. Obviously, yep. we want to share it here because this is more for the public. The private page, I'm telling you, is my favorite page. I go live 
three to four times a week on there, posting stories behind the scenes is an easy way for you guys to connect with other people from around the world. When we pop up into different cities, we'll be given our location via that page. So guys, you want to connect more, you want to build more, you want some more um, interaction with us, make sure you join that Patreon. And if you are on Patreon, make sure you sign up for that private Patreon Instagram page. Yes, yes, yes. We'll see you there, baby. We will see you there, baby. And we are back. Excited. Last week's episode, when did we record that? Um, free, Was it last Friday? No, two Fridays ago. Yeah. Two so Fridays this, ago. So this, I think, in my opinion, this is one of the first episodes. Touchy, I know, touchy. I know, I know. <laughs> I had to bring it closer. I'm sorry. I'm, not, I'm trying not to touch it. Touchy, touchy. I'm trying not to touch the mic. My bad, my bad. Um, I think it's one of the first episodes in months where you and I recorded it and it came out the next week. Yeah. It's been a while since we yeah. did that. A lot of times we have to record in bulk, but this is the first time we actually got to like record it and put it out. Before we jump into today's thing, is anything that you want to share that's been prevalent, that's been on your mind this week? Are you talking about from the following episode? I'm just saying in general, just in life, whatever. Maybe the following episode, I don't know, anything. Uh, something prevalent? Nah, I mean, I think um, I think it's important to, I mean, for, even for us, like, for me personally. I'll go back to me. Um, it was a hard week that week for the both of us. Um, and, but we still, we pushed through. Native podcast, amazing podcast, a lot of conversations. Um, and I thought it was really, really, really good. Um, and I do think the, the the Patreon private page really helped us out and also going live as well to interact with our fans more. Um, really helped me out. I mean, I had so much fun on live this, this yeah. past week, just in the comments, just, uh, you know, and then having other conversations in the DMs and things like that. It's just been really, really fun. So that's dope. No, what about you, Fees? no, I think this week was good. I think the first thing um, is finding the balance between venting and complaining. I think sometimes I go overboard into the complaining mode. I think the dope part about <laughs> the podcast is that it gives us our voice and a platform to share what's on our heart. Dope things, bad things, you know, godly things, ungodly things. It's just opportunity to vent. But then eventually it gets to a point of too much complaining. And then Francis made a great point about how sometimes we share too much about the losses and not enough about the wins. Because we win a lot. We do win a lot. But I think one thing we got to continuously do is be able to show um, the complexity of our story. Because I feel like, like somebody called me the other day and they were like, you know, I was talking to one of you know the roommates, and they were just asking me questions, and I was like, "Yo, like, the podcast is the tip of the tip of the iceberg for our lives." I said, "If you if we really wanted to share everything that was going on, it would take us like freaking hours." So, um, but I realized that we're also not showing all of our life, you know, the good, the bad, the ugly, the funny, you know, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I just felt like I got to do a better job of just not just being whiny McWiner pants. <laughs> I know. I almost posted this video on you. A video on me? <laughs> <laughs> uh, video? A beach fees. <laughs> Club mode. Uh, <laughs> which one? From what party? From uh, Philly. Uh, from the tour. Uh, we was in Philly. We remember we had that, that Tristan Thompson section. That was D.C. D.C. Okay. Yeah, we had the, the Sapero hat on. 
I have the video uh, right here. Oh, yeah, I was, yeah, yeah. I was so close. Yeah. I, I was so close, man. Francis, Francis what saved you, dog. <laughs> Francis is what saved you. <laughs> boy, boy, <laughs> I, I would have been dying laughing if you posted that. I would have. No, it's gonna go. It's gonna happen. Oh, man. It's gonna happen. I'm waiting wait for the right moment. But bro, uh, I gotta so, unleash the side of fees, man. I got to. Bro, um, that's only six seconds of the actual 45 second video. Oh, man. Dude, I was thinking about the story with because um, this one girl asked us about Miami. <laughs> oh, or and, which part one or part two? Um, the one with when we lost the twins. <laughs> did did um Jesus Christ? You lost all those snaps, right? Or did you ever get them back? Man, I lost all those snaps, dog. Gosh, man. <laughs> gosh. I'm like the crazy thing is that's the only snaps I lost. That's insane. That's the only because yeah. I didn't save them. Yeah. Oh, I, you did. I didn't save them. I got all the other snaps from 2016 to now. Yeah, that's crazy. Except that Miami one. Roommates premium on Snapchat. Oh my god. Hundred dollars a month. <laughs> you get all the exclusives. Uh Jeez, Louise, yeah. man. What a night. What a night. <laughs> what a night. All right, so um, I want to jump into. We lost twins. Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with us? Anyways. <laughs> Gosh, man. I wish, like, one day, I can't wait till we, like, ideally, I would love to do, go to different cities and do, like, um, what, do I, what do I call it? Like, seminars, kind of mm-hmm. something like that for, like, men. Yeah. No cameras, no recording, yeah. just, like, raw, like, teaching them about, you know what I mean? Like, all the things we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just tell, like, the real story. Oh my god! You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh man! You know, I thought that'd be so dope, man. I thought that'd be so dope. Oh man, that that real talk with a good spin on it. It's always gonna be a lesson at the it's end. It's always a lesson. Always but it's like, a lesson I wanna, I wanna be able. That's why I realized I was like, dude, I wanna be able to to really unleash sometimes. That's you what know what I'm saying, saying? man? Unleash <laughs> things. I just wanna be able man. to just not always be PC and just be like, be myself and just say yeah, things. Yeah, no, no. I mean, yeah. especially if you're talking to a group of men. Oh, that'd be so dope, oh, bro. Man, because oh, like, they're gonna God. relate. They're gonna wanna know that you ain't just up to yeah. saying some BS. Yeah. They wanna know the realness. Like, oh, you? Okay, you struggle with that too. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. We'll talk about that. Yeah. So. so today I wanted to talk about the, the NFL. Um, last week, as everybody knows it, you know, Indy's finest number two, because Chris is Indy's finest number one. Indy finest mm, number two. I appreciate that. Andrew. You know, I got recognized in Indianapolis for the first time. Really? For the first Where time at? in a year. Where at? At McDonald's drive-thru. <laughs> McDonald's, boy. McDonald's drive-thru. Really? It was the most insane thing. Like, I literally pulled up to the window, handed my card. She gave it back. She's like, are, are you are you from the, the roommates? I was like, <laughs> I was like, stop playing with me. The crazy, and crazy, Francis was on the phone. Oh, really? He was on the phone with me. That's he was insane. like, he was like, ha, ha, must be nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's insane. Oh, yeah, I've been McDonald's there. McDonald's drive And I've been there. to that, I've been at McDonald's very often. That's crazy. Yeah, no, nah, that that's was how you that's know, probably number one on the list. That's how you know we're moving from an F list to a D list celebrity. You've been recognized go, in <laughs> That was like, that was, we've been recognized a lot in Atlanta. Yeah. Especially not, got recognized at a red light. That was pretty crazy. Oh, yeah, that was a dope story. <laughs> <laughs> at a red light. But, anyways, anyways. Yeah. Um, so no, so Indy's finest number two, Andrew Luck retired. Yes. And it was a, a lot of conversations about, you know, his retirement, 
a lot of conversations about the NFL. There are mm-hmm. a lot of conversations about his decision making. I don't want to spend too much time on Andrew Luck, but Leslie, I, I do want to spend some time on it. But I guess I was wanted to process with you the ideas behind the NFL, the ideas behind football, and you know, if you had a son, would you or would you not let him play football? So, what were your thoughts on Andrew Luck's retirement when you first heard it? Shock. Well, actually, I laughed. I okay. thought it was a joke. Okay. Um, I was I was sitting in the room, and it was talking about the, we were watching the Texans preseason. Lord, and I don't even want to think about the Texans season right now. But week seven, we played the Colts, and the guy literally circled Andrew Luck and was like, "Andrew Luck is retiring." And I thought he was. I thought it was some kind of satire yeah. joke. Busted out laughing, and then he was. And then he was like, "Folks!" He literally stopped. He said, yeah. "Folks!" If in case you thought I was joking, I was dead serious. <laughs> and I was like, "There's no way." You know, you always, when you need confirmation, you go to the phone. Yeah. Went to social media, did a quick swipe down to refresh, and boom. Yeah. It was true. So my initial thought, it was, like, I was shocked. Mm-hmm. And I started laughing because I was like, I know Indy is, like, going crazy right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was wondering, I I, I kind of knew his reason had to be injuries. Yeah. Had to be. Yeah. Um. So when he came up to the podium to really talk about it, and you could tell he was not prepared to talk yeah. about it because apparently it's supposed to come out the next day at like 3 p.m. Eastern uh, somebody time. Somebody just leaked it. Somebody, well, Adam, Adam Schefter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so you could tell he wasn't really prepared um, to give that speech at that moment. And uh, it sucked. Like, like hearing his voice, like, you know, when you work so hard and you train so hard and to get devastated by injuries... And to always be in rehab and, you know, played and have surgery and always be in rehab. And I kind of emphasize with it because I tore my ACL three times, mm-hmm. you know, um, in a five-year span. Same knee? No, nah, both knees. Okay. I had uh, the right one done once and the left well, – no, the right one done twice and the left one done once. So I know what it's like to have surgery, go through rehab, start playing again, feeling good again, and then, boom, start all over. Yeah. Um, and – the lingering effects of my knees. Like you hear me complain about it yeah. all the time. Like my knees, my knees this, my knees that. Mm-hmm. Um so the oh touch my <laughs> So the lingering effects of it is like I can understand what he's going through. He had yeah. back surgery, that ankle, well his something's wrong with his ankle. He had a torn rotator cuff. Yeah. He had a lacerated kidney. Like yeah. it was like ridiculous stuff, yeah. you know. So his whole body, he's feeling it. He's only 29. So he's feeling, you know, the weight of football and for any, for you to do something, and it's like even for us as podcast, for it, for we us to do something and take the joy away, that's how you know it's like it's a deeper problem than just like he he's a quitter or anything. Yeah, no, I think um, when I when I first heard about it, I didn't believe it was true either. But then when when they when he shared what was going on, I was like, oh, it makes sense. Because I think what's happening is that there's a renaissance in football. Because I think, like, the first person that I personally experienced who retired early was Patrick Willis. For some reason, I was on his Instagram page. Mm, yeah, I could see that. That wasn't a big shocker to me, though. Yeah, but I, to me, it was like Patrick Willis was the best middle linebacker in football, one of the top five defensive players in the NFL. Easily, easily. And he was, like, had so much longer to go. Was it why was it not shocking to you? Was he injury prone? Were you well because the 49ers was trash? Honestly. Yeah, but how many people retire when your team is trash though? 
I mean, Calvin Johnson. And that's what I'm saying. So I when thought pa- he, that was the biggest shot. That went Patrick, then went Calvin. Yeah. And then it's I I started seeing that like a lot of players and some other players who I was hearing who was retiring early because they are starting to realize that football is NFL, also known as not for long. Yeah. And I got what I needed out of it, and yeah. then I'm done. And, and all of them players have the big contracts. They got the big. They got their big contracts. And I think they played in the league six years. And once you play six years in the league, you get the, uh, the NFL pension yeah. for life after that. Yeah. And I think that's the base of average how much you made. So. Yeah. And so I I was like, if that's is that if that's what he really did, I respect that. And I let's jump into the conversation about would you let your son play football? I personally would let my son play football. Lord willing, I have many plentiful sons. <laughs> and Lord willing, they all love football. You know, there's obviously a balance where if they didn't love it, that'd break my heart. But I wouldn't force them to do it because I wouldn't want to be that kind of dad. But Good to, for you, Fees. Huh? Good for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I've realized that that's just the worst thing possible. It, it, I'd be sad, but you can't you can't do that to the kid. Um, But to me, and you and I talked about it when we got in a debate years ago about football and basketball. Mm. The beauty about football is is people don't under, you will never understand unless you play it because mm-hmm. people are like it's a violent game it's all this and a third mm-hmm. yes 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 I agree with that and Francis wants to talk about CTU which I'll talk about later <laughs> and by later I mean never I'm <laughs> trying to bring science into <laughs> something though. Um, but to me the lessons you get in football are so priceless the 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 intimacy like when I was watching Hard Knocks. And I was watching the tight ends all wear their little hoodie, reverse hoodies, and how close they were. I don't think you get that anywhere else. I don't know how it's like to be a regular person in school, in high school, in college. I I don't know what that's like because football gives you forced community. You know, it's like, and I think that's something that's such a great, valuable lesson. The only people who play sports, especially like violent sports because violent sports you train for them like you train for war no offense to basketball you guys aren't training the way the football team is training Can, do you agree or do you disagree 100%. I'm, I'm curious what the debate was by the way but um agreed 100% yeah you're not you're there's it's not it's not even close yeah and so it's like the the mental toughness and and to me I think that like if, especially if you, if you have a great coach who can really tie it into life really well, mm-hmm. those lessons stick with you forever. There's just some lessons that you can't learn in the classroom as a young male. And um, and the biggest thing for a lot of young men when it comes to football is that is what you look forward to. Like going to school, think about, imagine going to school and having no sports to look forward to at the end of the, end of the day. Oh, you got the girls. Exactly. If you get girls. If you get girls. You know what I mean? If you're a big girl, you're going to get the girls. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so to me, football is so advantageous. But my dream for all my kids is to play for like five years and retire. In the NFL? Yeah. Like I would I would want you. Six years. Huh? Wherever the pension is. I don't, I don't, six years. We don't want the money. Let's say six. 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 I, don't, I don't want the money. We're not playing for the money. We're going to play for six years. <laughs> I want you to play for the experience for the exposure, for the brotherhood, you know, for the enjoyment. But body-wise, let's get out of it to preserve your body, to preserve your mind, to preserve your well-being. If you really love it, 
no problem, and and like be like Tom Brady and be wise. But me, I want five, if even three years, like three what to four. Position you let them play. I mean, all day. You know, I want quarterbacks. <laughs> you can't have five quarterbacks. <laughs> I want five quarterbacks. You have five quarterbacks. <laughs> Were you the Manning brothers? What's yeah. going on? Right, one of them uh, was a receiver. So, yeah, and so so to me is like, I would want them to get in and out of the league, and like my goal with my children is football is not for money. It's for enjoyment and it's for the experience, and um, and so I I'm really pro football. Obviously, I want to make the game safer and all that stuff. But I feel like, especially people who never play that sport, will never understand what that's like to be in such an intimate experience. Agree. Yeah. I said I don't know what was our argument was about football and basketball. No, the argument it was random. It was like what was tougher. What was harder? What harder sport to play? So I I would not have I would never. No, it wasn't you and I. It was me and Sam. Oh, I was like I would have never said yeah, basketball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was me and Sam. Oh, Remember? okay. I about to say I know I wouldn't have. Yeah. Um. If I would let my sons play, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, it's a, it's a like like you like you said, football. Is is less about the sport. It's more about the the lessons you learn and the the camaraderie that you have. Yeah. All my best friends from high school all played on the football team with me. Yeah. Each and that is a very close knit group of friends that we have. All the ones I just played basketball with, not so much. Um, because football, man, you go, you literally go to war. Mm-hmm. You challenge each other, you fight each other, um, you push each other, you hurt one another, like you do all kinds of things to each other. And like you said, the classroom. I mean, it's the class. You literally, you can get by, especially in high school. You can get by, especially if you went to a, a decent public school. It's not that you're not learn, learning any life lessons, mm-hmm. but uh, football, you get pushed to your limits, and it's one of the things where not only kind of show you who, what your character is, but it kind of reveals it to yourself as well. Um, and I think that's very important and a very, very, very important at a young age for a man. And I think fathers. Um, as great as much as your father can be, it's just something about football that pushes your son to the next level that those coaches can can even sharp the iron even more because um, they're basically fathers on the field, mm-hmm. especially if it's a good coach. It's a bad coach, and that's a different story. Um, so, yeah, like, I will. Uh, my son will have to want to play football. I'm not going to force it, obviously. Um, then... He has to play smart, not hard. But what what I'm afraid of is like my wife not wanting my son to play football. You want just don't marry her. <laughs> that was easy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, you know how it is, man. People say things in the beginning. And oh no, you, you're not changing. I understand that. I'm reward. <laughs> <laughs> Unleash fees. <laughs> It's like we even 25 minutes in. Relax, <laughs> play. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because I don't want to hear the mouth. You're going to hear it. You it ain't going to hey, you going to hear it. <laughs> I've heard females' mouths my whole lives, and I have a, a, a magical power to hit the mute button. Oh, my God. What do you say to the unhappy wife, unhappy life? I don't believe in that garbage. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bunch of crap. Ah, you gotta love my feet, man. You got to, you got to. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think, uh, I think it's one of the conversations you have to sit down with your wife, Hafiz. Have that conversation on why. 
Football is important. Now, before we even get married, <laughs> we're going to have that conversation. Okay. Right? All right, all right? And and my thing is, I don't like women who hit the okie doke. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The okie doke may happen. But let me tell you about the okie doke. I'm gl- I hate to go here, but I was having this conversation with, um, you know, who a couple of months ago. And... Can I make fun of her now? Hit it? No. Damn it. Why do you why do you make what <laughs> why do you want to make fun I, of her? Because I see the aftermath and people don't see the aftermath. So I want I, I want them to feel some kind of pain. Yeah, but we can delete all this, by the what, way. What, what did she do wrong though? I don't I, man, listen, man, listen, listen. You all this time and effort. And I think you, it's a part of life though. I don't want to hear that. Man. Yeah. No, I don't want to hear it. It's man. a part of life. I don't want to hear it. Okay. No, don't make don't make excuses. I'm not making excuses. I just think it's a part of life, though. So. Like I, I I enjoyed it. Like you can't you can't nothing tomorrow's not promised. Anyway. We'll talk about it. So one of the things I was talking going down this rabbit trail real quick. When a woman really wants children and she tells that to a guy, right? I heard, I heard, there's a story of a woman really wanted children and she told it to a guy that she wanted children. He said, I want children as well. They get married. And then the man says, I don't want children anymore. The woman is devastated. She says, well, I want kids really badly. That's what I want, blah, blah, blah. He's like, well, I changed my mind. That, to me, is the worst possible thing you can do in the world. Easy. Because she looked forward to this her whole entire life. She valued this her whole entire life. And then you switch up on her. And you, and you, got, you lied to her to, to make her sign the contract. And then when you signed the contract, you went, you went ahead and changed the terms of the deal. So I believe that initially the responsibility of both people is whatever you agree to at the, be- the beginning, be faithful to that at the end. What if you have, like, you learn details that may change your mind? That's a great question. If you learn details that may change your mind, you got to bring it to that person's attention, but you also got to accept if it's what means the most to them, the ramifications of that. So let's say if you're a guy and like, well, as I've gotten older and I see all these school shootings, I saw all these things going on, I'm, I'm losing trust in the world. I wouldn't want to bring a child in this world with all this danger. Yeah, but you have to deal with the ramifications that now you've changed your whole mind and now she can be devastated and ruin her whole entire worldview. So the same thing is with women. You can't come into a relationship agreeing with, to A, B, and C, and then now later on, now you want to change your mind, especially with football. I want to see... like. My sons play. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I want to see that. I want I, like that's such like that's gonna be the greatest moment of my life. <laughs> you might see how we skip. <laughs> like that somebody be, skip. That's when they happy that, as crap. Think of, think of how good you would feel, Chris. Oh no, I'm not. It's, Friday I, I'm night lights, <laughs> watching your son. <laughs> <laughs> like you can't rob me of nah, that. Yeah, you definitely. You can't, can't rob me of you that. You can't be evil. Don't be evil. That's you evil. can't rob me of that. So. Back to football. So, at, in regards to NFL, would you want them playing long careers or would you say you don't care? I don't care. Okay. I mean, obviously I want them healthy at the end. Um, but, sure, you can be a kicker in that joint <laughs> and play 25 years. I mean, I don't care um, as long as it, it, it makes sense. Um, I don't think – here's the thing. Like, when you play sports, unless you very, very, very extremely lucky, if you play sports for a long period of time – you're going to have some kind of injury yeah. eventually. I mean, did you ever, ever have an injury 
Went not a major injury, not a major. but the worst I ever had was like a groin. Ooh. That's the, that's that. one of the worst. Yeah. Because you can't ice it out. Yeah, you got ooh. Yeah. Growing hamstring, that's all just take time. You gotta just Yeah. And I couldn't up. take time. It ooh. was so painful. At one point I was low key afraid I wouldn't be able to I was I was high beasting this, but I was afraid I wouldn't be able to run with my kids. Oh, I, I was thinking something way <laughs> <laughs> Or have any kids. What the fuck? It's not a growing. No, I was thinking like I wouldn't be afraid to perform in bed. Oh, you know, like, <laughs> that you worry about the the, the pump action. <laughs> pump action. <laughs> Go from a twelve gauge to a no gauge. <laughs> you went from a twelve gauge to a no gauge. It's funny. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, injuries are part of the game, which is like very, very unfortunate. Like, because the thing is. You, we we know some like we know at least one person that injury like changed their whole life for you know the bad like even for me like I'm not I wasn't a star in high school but on my football team I felt like I was the Draymond Green of the mm-hmm. team mm-hmm. you know very very key player if he went down it would affect the team mm-hmm. so when I tore my ACL I mean that you know senior year fourth game third play of the game after a Five-yard catch for first down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I and my knee completely shattered. I mean, it was torn ACL, torn MCL. Uh, disc, like, my knee literally went from here to here. Mm-hmm. And it changed my entire life. Yeah. Um, went from about to put, like, actually about to play significant minutes on the basketball team to didn't touch the court at all my senior year. Mm-hmm. And the whole hopes of me going to college for a sport was done. Like yeah. I was mentally like, man, I cannot it's like there I it's like I know I have no D one offers because I have no film in football, have no film in basketball. I'm not gonna go to no random D three, D four, you know, head ass <laughs> school. It's like nah. So like that whole dream like was done. And it was devastating, man. Like yeah. honestly, it was devastating. Like mm-hmm. Um, I heard like, cause I I heard my knee right before bye week, so it was like the, I in my mind I was like it's my perfect time to get hurt. I'm gonna be fine, yada yada yada. Yeah. And then like my mom, my dad set me down the next day, cause like apparently they already knew. Everybody knew I told my yeah, yeah. head coach, trainer, my parents, except for me. Yeah. When they told me that, told me I literally just bawled out, cried. Yeah. And it was like it was. I had still had hope that we went to the doctor because that happened on a Friday. We went to the doctor. I want to say that next Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I had surgery Wednesday. Oh wow! Because I was trying to catch the end of the basketball season. Yeah. Not even close. Yeah. <laughs> Not even close. So it's like sports have some good things and they have some bad things. And a lot of uh, men that have similar stories to me. I mean, if they were like the high the star of the team. Yeah. And they couldn't like get that same feeling, or have that same uh, bounce back year or whatever. Got caught into some BS, crime, drugs, women. Get somebody pregnant. Now there's no college. Now you still at your mama house. I mean, it's it's been guys like uh, I I feel like I mentioned my twenty two before, and been some guys reach out to me and it's like, how did you recover? Because mm-hmm. I'm going through that shit right now. Yeah. Um. And man, this that's the the tough thing about 
any sport, not yeah. just football. No, I think the biggest thing with football is you got to have an identity outside of football, which, which is for me. That's tough, man. And that's what I'm saying. For me, that's what I say. Football is an addition, but it's not our life. That's why, like I said, I. So how did you have that mentality? Oh, I didn't. I'm saying oh, we're okay. gonna. Yeah, of course <laughs> not. Damn, of course not. It was my life. How you plan on teaching that? Because I mean, if we in Texas, football is everything. Yeah, but but that's why, like I said, it's the plan is five years and we're done playing because we have other we have other interests, we have other passions. So to me, is so you just using that to kind of like, you know, football's to me like a side hustle. Yeah, yeah, football's like a side. Like it's yeah. like. Like, son, we do this for fun. It's cool, but it's doper things in life. And so my job as a dad is to hopefully show them other sides to you life. You want to be like the student athlete type parent. He going to have all A's, go to engineering well, school, <laughs> well, I don't Stanford. Care, I don't care about all A's. Mm-hmm. You know, I really don't care about all A's. I care about more effort, and then I care more about, like, having that identity outside of football. Because, like you said, it the, the worst part about football, and I thought about this... Huh, Really, I didn't outside of high school. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, I thought about this the other day. Like, the NFL treats men the way men treat women. Hmm. I thought about that. And in the NFL, you have a certain shelf life. Right. Uh-oh. 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 Where are you going with this? Let me feel me go. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. You, have, you have a certain shelf life, and when you get to a certain age, right, they would rather somebody younger yep. and cheaper than older and a little bit better and a little bit more expensive. So at any moment, you're you're expendable. Yeah. At any moment in NFL, you're expendable. Unless you're you, a franchise quarterback. Even if you're a franchise quarterback, you Ooh. get you get hurt. Drew Bledsoe. Oh well, yeah, you get hurt. You get hurt. The, the guy replaces you, wins, you're done. Think about it. Think about it like this: college football. You guys remember? Um, they um, probably don't remember. Dang, who was the quarterback? Your ass Ohio? don't even remember. Remember the quarterback from Ohio State? Which one? Braxton Miller. Yeah. Remember Braxton Miller? Yes, I do. Braxton Miller was quarterback for Ohio State. He was one of the best quarterbacks in the nation. He gets hurt, yeah. gets replaced by JT Barrett. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, JT Barrett became the star. Yeah. Then JT Barrett gets hurt, yeah. got replaced by Cardell Jones, yeah. and Cardell Jones became the star. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, and then J- then then Braxton Miller became literally a receiver. Yeah. He wasn't a true quarterback anyway. But, but I'm saying he was a star quarterback <laughs> yeah, at Ohio yeah, yeah, State, yeah, like yeah. Big Ten player of the he year, I believe. He was the best athlete on that, and they just put him like, just go here. And so to me, it's like I realized that the NFL will treat you that way. And so the same thing with a lot of guys. Like they have a girlfriend. She's cool. They get something better. Level up. Who does that? I'll, I'll, in my Who does opinion, that on a regular, like not, not to the NFL level of like, Consistency. Like NFL is going to do that. Here's what I mean by that: If you're not a franchise player, mm-hmm. they'll cut you. Basic. Okay, I see what you know you're what saying. Mean? Like if you're, if, if you're, but it's not to that extreme, though. Not to that extreme, obviously. Yeah, but yeah, what yeah. I'm saying is like, oh, this, there's this, this is thing going around where it's like, oh, I dated him for so long, and then he broke up with me, and then he got with this girl, he married her, but he didn't marry me. Yeah, it's that, like, is, that is true. That you know what I mean? Like this, this thing going on where it's like, God will date girl six, seven, eight years, and then all of a sudden cut her, get a, get the next girl. That's ridiculous. Six, seven, eight years is crazy. And so to me, I looked at it like, 
when you in the NFL, they look for franchise quarterbacks. They look for franchise players. Everybody wants Tom Brady. Everybody wants Jerry Rice. Everybody wants, you know, um, Emmett Smith. That's what they want. And so if you're middle of the pack, if they find something better than you, they'll replace you. Same thing with some guys and women. Everybody wants that amazing connection, woman, all that stuff. So you might date a regular girl. The moment you find the better girl, you'll level up. I don't know how often that happens. I hope that doesn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I see I see the comparison. Yeah. Um, I get the I get the message behind it. So yeah, basically. You got to have a life outside of football. Yeah, of course. And that's a really a life outside of any sport. Yeah. Um, it can't be your yo, end all be all, you no. know? And that's the one thing I feel like is the reason why Tom Brady's still playing, because football is his end all be all. Of course. He loves it. But the, That's going to be scary when he retires. No, I think he, when he retires... He might got better with it now, but... I yeah, I think he'll enjoy time with his wife and kids. He may. I mean, he ain't got nothing else to do. Yeah. What, what is he going to do? Yeah. yeah. You going to watch film from 2002? Yeah. Like, 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 to me, I feel like what is Peyton Manning after football? No, he fine. He, like, like, he doing all kinds of ridiculous stuff. Well, I, I, like, I didn't see him having a lot. I never saw his wife or his kids. I just thought of Peyton Manning, like, literally, like... In oh, no, no, no. Peyton is a personality. Like, oh, yeah. he, you see him on commercials. You see him doing all kinds of stuff. Yeah. He's a personality, so he's not just in in like just sitting there, you know, in the room in a windowless room. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, I, like you said, I think that's the most important thing is definitely creating a uh, identity outside of football and high school, really, because when you are, when you when your football team is winning and you're one of the key players, I mean, you get treated like royalty in school. Yeah. Um, so. And a lot of people don't come back from that. And that's a huge, yeah. huge fear for my kids, especially my sons. Like, like getting that notoriety, that fame, that attention, and then chasing that for the rest of their life. Yeah, and like you said, like, I think the worst part is when you get that notoriety, fame, and attention, you get hurt, and somebody replaces you, now you're nobody. Yeah, nobody cares. You know, like, or going to a school and now you're behind a starting player, then they recruit somebody else next year who ends up starting over you, yeah. and now you're the backup. Nobody cares. Yeah. No, I mean, it's it's from guys I play basketball with, like, 19-year-old kid, obviously was a sensational athlete, great basketball player. Um, didn't get no offers, though. Yeah. So he's just, like, miserable. He's like, man, I got to go to freaking – ITT Tech, <laughs> you know what I mean, and, and I work the at Wal University. Yeah, Walmart Distribution Center because yeah. um, I never liked the school. I didn't take school seriously. Yeah, and that's and that's. A, I remember when I was coaching football, I used to tell my kids all the time. I was like, "Yo, what do you want after outside of football?" I used to try to drill it in their heads. Like, what do you want? What do you love? What do you enjoy? And that's something that. Lord willing, when I get back into coaching, that's my number one emphasis is, like, showing them life outside of football, money outside of football, women outside of football, or a woman outside of football. Like, because I think the, the thing with football is so much, of I, so much of everything you want is in football. Women, fame, money, status, all that respect, it's all in, it's football. All in football. And so a lot of kids want it because they feel like, 
that's where it's at. But when you can be able to show them, like, yo, you can get that in other places, which is why I think it's dope. Like, you have kids nowadays want to be YouTubers, and kids nowadays want to be gamers. Like, there's other things that you can do to achieve that and, you know, be a personality on social media. Like, there's things, there are fun, creative things to do to achieve that because, like you said, football is just not for long. That's just my biggest thing. It's like, it's just not for long. And the worst part about it is, and like I said, it's like being a fine girl when you're in the NFL. Your prime is your youth. Like, the best part of your life is when you're 20. But think about it. When you hit, in the NFL, 35 is old. Oh, 35 is old as crap. Anytime. It's old. In, in a sport. It's, it's old, old man. It's old in basketball. Yeah, it's an old man. And, and and in the world, 35, you're still young. You're young as crap. You're so young. And so I think to me is like, that's what, like, I love football. There's all these concert football. But in my life, everything is about balance. And if, you, if somebody's listening right now who plays in college, my my advice to you is, yo, find balance. If some of the people, I know some guys playing NFL, play Canadian who watch this show, my advice to you, homies, is find the balance to find meaning in your life outside of football as well. And your son can't hold my son. <laughs> he can't guard him. He can't guard him. <laughs> Imaginary son. <laughs> Speaking of sons, I won't mention this guy's name, but he's a very, very famous athlete. Mm. And I went on <laughs> one of his children's Instagram pages to see, like, I wonder what it's like to be the son of so-and-so, so-and-so. And this person was a very popular individual on social media. Yes, he is. And so I just, I have a, I have a, um, I, what do I want to call it? I, Not like a habit. I have a, mm. I, forgot, I don't know what I'm looking for, but but I enjoy Looking at who people follow, like mm-hmm. famous people who they follow. I like, I like that. So I was like, I wonder who this kid is following. So I go on his page, and it's nothing but women. I won't say the race of women. Can I see? Oh, I yeah, want to yeah, see, yeah, man. Let's see, let's see what we got going on. Oh, yeah, there, bro. bro. I want to see. Let me pull it up, bro. Let's see, we'll see what we got. Let's if you are in the roommate's Patreon, you want to know the guy I'm talking about, please hit me up. I'll let you know it. Oh, my God. It's about to go uh, down, baby. Let's go ahead and pull it up. What's your pull it up there? I know you, I know we got 4G out here. We ain't got LTE. Yeah. You're ridiculous, man. We need a we need a buy a, a Wi-Fi booster or something. Look at all the people he's following. I'm about to. So right now, Christopher Jordan Bilo is going through page accounts that this individual is following. This mm. is a young kid. Yes. Um, you know, popular oh, young kid. That's a screenshot. <laughs> and he's just going through the different pages that this young kid is following. You know, I'm gonna get into it a little bit, but I want Chris to be able to see it for a while and then we'll jump into it. But he ain't following us, I'll tell you that. Of course not. <laughs> not yet. In due time he will be following us. Uh oh my god. Yeah. Oh, okay. I see what you got. Okay, 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 okay. okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I see what so, you got going on. What what you'll notice is this guy, this guy got girls in Nebraska. I love it. I love it. Nebraska. How did he find her? How did he find she her? She definitely found him. Man. So I don't like the technique you use. Uh, <laughs> and so, uh, 
And so this guy, he follows a lot of girls his age, and he's a very young kid. Yeah. And so I was going through the girls' pages, and I was like, yo, these girls have very seductive Instagram pages. And what are the ages of these women, you assume? I was seeing uh, class of 24. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, whoa. Class of 24 is crazy. I was like, class of 24. (laughs) You know what I mean? I was was seeing um, so-and-so, sophomore. Like, I was like, like, and, and I was just blown away by how young they were Mm-mm-mm. and what they were posting. Ooh. Because obviously what they posting very seductive. Ve- like, but it wasn't, it it wasn't it wasn't, you, wasn't like it wasn't nipples piercing through the shirt pictures like, the, the, like okay. some of these girls. Not are the posting. gadgets. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to the gadgets. It wasn't, it wasn't just like it 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 it, it was still like innocent-ish. Got you. But it was provocative. And it's that it, far line. They, they, they touching the line. They touching the line. If you're a dad, it's way past the line. Oh, yeah, you pissed. It's, it's touching the line for, like, an adult woman. Got right? you. It's like, if that was your girlfriend, it'd be like, ooh, uh, I don't like this one. I don't like it. But it's your but, birthday. But yeah, yeah. It's your yeah, birthday. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and so, so I, just, I just said, man, this is 13, 14, 15-year-old girls. no. And this is the and like I said, he's not even these these are not blue chippers, right? Yeah. These are not professional models. These are just regular they're not regular, obviously they're the baddest girls in their school. Yeah. But these are just regular regular hometown girls posting like this. And these girls' pages are a lot better than older women I know. Yeah. A lot of older women I know, their pages don't not like in regards to like they look better, but like the quality of pictures, yeah, yeah, yeah. the angles, the lighting. Yeah, yeah. Like these That's girls, it's on point. That's what they do. That's what they do during lunch. Yeah. That's what they do. They, gotta wear, they, gotta they, wear... they ain't taking these pictures during lunch. Yeah. <laughs> and out and it just dawned on me. I was like, dude, the future. It's a different world of women and dating and connecting and all that stuff is going to be a whole new world. Because think about, I thought about it like this, bro. True story. When I was in high school, there was probably three girls I was attracted to, like three. Mm-hmm. I notoriously complained because the girls in my high school, in my opinion, weren't very attractive. And I would always go to track meets, and I was like, bro, like, man, I used to be like, dude, there's so many bad. I used to love track meets because you see all the girls from all around the district, and. I was like, man, I'm so jealous. Like, I can't, I'll never get to see these girls. Imagine being able to access every girl in your district at 13, 14, 15. I'm like, yo, and they're all posting like this? Yeah. <sighs> no, nah, his mind's all jacked up right now. It's too much going on, man. It's 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 way too much. And and it's only gonna get worse and worse. That's the crazy thing because dating has changed so much since freaking freshman year of college. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just and how long was it with us? Seven years. <laughs> Seven. A long time ago. Jesus Christ. Yeah. But yeah, um, it's scary, man, because it's only gonna get worse and worse and worse and worse. And yeah, like you said, they got access to everything. 
Would you? Everything. I don't know what I would do. Don't even ask me. Yeah. I don't even want a daughter. That's the one thing I don't. I I want one, but I don't want one for that reason. It's because like, if I if I if who because if I see that on Instagram, I, I may take a drive and like yeah. come back. And like, like Uncle Phil. I'll be, be so like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, ah, ah. And, and to me, to me, it's like ah. the pressure. Of a girl to be like that now. They have to be. Like, Gotta to, be. To get the attention. Because they looking up freaking Rihanna's and Kim K's of the world. And, and uh, freaking. Bernice Burgos. Taylor Swift out here. Taylor Swift. Miley Cyrus still acting crazy. Britney Rainers. <laughs> Bundle of Britney. <laughs> Answer your email. <laughs> but yeah, I'll man. I'll just a couple. <laughs> <laughs> I just a lot of <laughs> but uh, you know, I, and I, and I, gosh dang it! <laughs> but no, and I just, I just said, dude, it is. I just, I just, I would be so curious to to wonder what it's like to. I feel like they got a. I feel like they get a, need a notebook and they need to write down what dating is like, so they can just read it to us like five <laughs> years later. So I'm like, man, that's what you went through. Because I, I could, I know they probably going through similar what we going through, but just on a higher scale. They gotta be, like their their life, their popularity is through that timeline. It's through the likes, it's through the comments, it's through how many people are watching your Snapchat. Gosh, man, that's that's their life, like. Like obviously, that's the thing. Like anybody could be popular. You ain't gotta be the the head cheerleader. You ain't gotta be the freaking uh the number one. You know the quarterback. Mm-hmm. You be the funny guy on Twitter and have all that all that popularity. Yeah. All that you could be the son of whoever and have all that popularity. Yeah. Um, they experience affirmation, fame, attention. You know, in the eighth grade. And that's crazy to me. <laughs> Cause like when you when you graduate high school, it's like you you addicted to that at that point. So it's like now the only thing you can do is be an IG model or a YouTuber or something that you are in that limelight, that entertainment, fame, attention, limelight. And we're talking about men and women, by the way. Yeah, man. I just I just thought about it's like, man, I just wonder. I just wonder what it does to the brain. I'm not anti-social media, but I'm just very curious to... No, I think it, I think it creates a whole reality that they just can't live up to in their heads. Um, even like, uh, what's that white guy, Logan Paul? Oh, yeah. I mean, I know he experienced the good and the bad of it, being yeah. got backlash of it, but I know his mind is all freaking screwed up. I mean, they live in, they live in this unrealistic fantasy land mm. and it's kind of like you can't keep that like that's the thing we haven't seen, seen like seen the end of this whole vine youtube like you start at a young age and to what what they are you know oh, yeah, that's what you're saying you know like all we haven't up. yeah we yeah. haven't seen them all grown up it's yeah. kind of like um home alone kids yeah it's like i mean or Stuart little they all didn't pan out well. They mm-hmm. all got addicted to whatever. Home Alone Kid actually is not oh, bad. Okay, good job. Shout out. He's on Joe Rogan's show. 
Oh well, yeah. Answer the email too. Duh, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, like most of these them young stars, they go through it. Yeah, you know, freaking they cut their hair off. Britney yeah. Spears. Duh, shit. I don't yeah. know what they got going on. Yeah. So no, I just I just thought it was just really interesting, man. Just going to these. I was just. Yeah, cause they young stars, bro. But they're to me, it stars. was like it's it's not even them being young stars. I guess what blew my mind was the average regular girls were star. were stars. You know what I mean? And like. I was like, dang, man. It's just like... Yeah, everybody's a Lindsay Lohan. You ain't got to be in no Disney movie and be Lindsay Lohan now. Yeah, that's true. Ain't no more parent trap, cuz. Yeah. You don't need it. You yeah. don't need it. Man. You don't, especially especially if you in the area. In the area. Like, if you, like, it's plenty of people that, that, that Atlanta don't know about, but their people are popping in Houston. Mm-hmm. Popping. Like, uh, what's that little short one? Don't, don't, give her, don't, don't give her no press, bro. No, her? It was a guy. Oh, God. Uh, like, King Curran, he's, he live in Houston. Oh, yeah, him. Yeah, he, he, I know he popping in Houston. Yeah. I know he is. And yeah. not a lot of people don't know who he is. Yeah. But, I mean, hey. He yeah. doing what he got to do. like, 13, though. That's just a no, whole other beast. Ridiculous. No, whole other yeah, beast, nah, bro. Yeah, no, nah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. They are... I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I, I just think it's going to be a lot more fake, a lot more... Plastic. I think it's gonna be a lot more um, lies. I think a lot of people are gonna boost it, boost their numbers, and and have these cars, but they ain't even got the money. I mean, they gonna have to live up to yeah. that, you know, the bullery. Cause like Gary Vee is kind of talking to, you know, these older people now mm-hmm. that you know were lame in high school mm-hmm. and they're trying to show off their car to get that affirmation they never had. Mm-hmm. But these kids nowadays, they already got that, and they gonna have to keep it. Mm-hmm. And they're gonna do the extra length to keep. What's going on, boy? I thought something was touching my foot. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, that's real. But yeah, they're gonna have to do all that stuff to keep it. Yeah. It's, man, it's scary. It's gonna be scary, man. For real, it's gonna be really scary. Yeah. And having kids, it's gonna be it's it's gonna be scary because it ain't gonna be raised on the phone. I don't know what they're gonna be raised on next. Uh, ready gonna, Player One. Basically, it's <laughs> gonna be freaking. Head ass camera start talking to us. To, Transformer. Yeah, to me it's just like you can't. You got to look at it, and it, the world changes so fast, and it's just hard to keep up as you get older. Uh, I, that's why I'm kind of like envious of people that got kids now. The longer we wait, the more shit gonna get worse. Uh, that's like, oh my god. You trying to have a kid tomorrow? Is that what you're letting the women know? No, I don't, <laughs> have, I don't have the money for that. <laughs> <laughs> but. Um, yeah, it's like the longer we wait for certain things, it feel like the things get harder and harder for whatever reason. Maybe because we don't have certain things that we're trying to get, mm-hmm. and then things can get easier. But um, being raised in this technology-driven world, social media-driven world, I think I think what will happen. Get worse and worse but here's what I think: I think, in my opinion, I actually think we might be more advantageous because the same way, at one point of time. Kids used to smoke cigarettes and think it was cool until mm-hmm. we realized how bad it was. Mm-hmm. I think what's going to happen is we're going to have, like, Surgeon General warnings on, like, phones. And, like, there's going to be more studies and more data on the effects of phones and technology and all that stuff. So I think the way it's so free-flowing and, like, even to the point where it's now, like, you can have kids on there. They may even change it to the point of, like, certain things. is like, you can't be this age and do this. Like, we've, like it's just not good for this child's mind. And stuff like that. Yeah, it, may, it it could get to that point. Yeah. I think it's gonna be have to be like that whole. It takes a village to raise a a, a kid or children. Yeah. 
Because, I mean, if you're in a area or surrounded by people yeah, we're that all know, the, yeah. know the values and the morals yeah. of, of actual life and not in freaking Calabasas, yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And they driven about what what do you have and how much yeah. money you have and how popular you are, you'd be prone to miss all that bull. So, that I means we got to move to Scottsdale, Arizona. To, hey, man, bro, I'll go to Scottsdale. <laughs> sure, I'll be there with all the honeys. Be hot as hell out there. That is true. So... Whoop, guys. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Please do us a favor and hit the subscribe button wherever you're listening to it. And if you have not given us a review on iTunes, please head over to iTunes and give us a review or Apple Podcasts, give us a review. Those reviews really, really help us. It helps people learn more about the show. My name is Hafiz. Chris, the star of the show, 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 baby. Also, 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 make sure, make sure you join our Patreon. Um, Definitely, definitely check that out as well. Make sure you sign up for Wix. Offer code roommates. That's, and is there anything else I forget? You want to do tour dates? And cool. Um, yeah, baby. Let's go ahead. If you guys are going to be in Chicago, Detroit, or Toronto in the month of September, we will be there with Stefan Labossiere. At the You Deserve It Tour. You Deserve It Tour. September 13th, we will be in Chicago. September 14th, we will be in Detroit. And September 15th, we will be in Toronto. So, guys, if you want to hang out with us, mm. enjoy the tour, make sure that you Get come. Shout out Hafiz, baby. No, thank you. Make <laughs> sure you come to the tour. And if you are in the Roommates Patreon community, hit us up and we got you. We got you. And that's, uh, for those dates, that is Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, by the way. Yes, sir. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, the 13th, 14th, 15th. Look it up on Eventbrite. Um, just type in, you deserve it, colon, whatever city that you're trying to attend to. And we'll pop up. My name is Hafiz. Chris, start the show, baby. And adios. <laughs>